What's up, everybody? It's Taco Tuesday here at Call to the Pen. Welcome back with your host, the big man who has the big aggravation going on. Welcome to the principal's office. Brian Rose, Inside Fire Sports, all the huge. Inside OPMG, Jeff L., what's going on, everybody? I promise you I'm starting. I'm starting with a rant, and I'm going to get right into it. we got a full slate. We're going to amputate those first 640 games at four-pack. If we get to the 15 likes, we'll do the parlay, and we're going to keep an eye on the daily strikeout leader. It's back. Yeah. Let's get it. I absolutely love that. Maddie Dublin's do it. But first, just a quick rant from inside the mind of your favorite handicapper. Oh, my goodness. I want to pull my hair out sometimes, just like anybody else. So I am a regular person or kind of. Yesterday, the Nats were up 5-0. They did not cover a plus half run F5. That's really brutal. Really brutal. Boston Red Sox were up 3-0. With two outs, bottom five, they did not win the F5 either. The Rockies and the Reds, we were looking for 600 runs approximately. It fell short of the F5. We were fine with that because we were looking for the full game. There were like six runs scored in the sixth inning. Yeah, I'm right. Ah, nine innings, there's six, nine runs right there. Pfft, did not get to 10. And we paid the juice for the flat 10, right, to get the push. Didn't get that one either. And then the nightcap. San Diego up 4 nothing loses. Oh, my goodness. Just so, so, so brutal. Just so, so brutal. Oh, my goodness, everybody. So thank you very much for giving me the play to vent. I know, listen, and I also know there's people that tell me and people that get upset. And they, they get mad at me. And it's like, listen, there's really – there's just not much that – I'm sorry about that. Not much that a fella can do. You know, when you're up four runs with three outs to go, when you're up, you know, five runs with two outs to go, when you're up three runs, there's just nothing you can do. So. That's just – that's it, right? We, I was almost, like, on the verge of taking a, a break. And then I realized, like, listen, man, my risk is turned so down. There's really no need to it. I really should, you know, practice what I preach. So let's get into it. Fast and show on MLB. Anyway, rate, review, and subscribe because it matters more than it should. So stupid that it does. Cartoon fingers or cartoon bells matter way more than, you know, IQ research and track record and stuff. So we're going to amputate those 640 games if I can somehow get, you know, through this whole thing fast enough. I think we do better with the pace. Then, um, you know, we'll look at the front ones. Like I said, parlay plus the K-props. Padres destroyed me as well, Jeff L. Just, it's so heart-wrenching sometimes. You go F5, they cover F9. You go F9, they win F5, then lose. You go, and it's just sometimes you feel like there's nothing. There's something you feel like there's nothing you can do, but that's really it. That's why it's so important to never be so in love with a handicap that you bet the farm. And, and that's the best that we can do. Here, because that really is the truth. There's no clock in baseball. We don't throw the ball. We don't swing the bat. Handicappers that win are very good. You're never as good as you think you are when you're winning. You're never nearly as bad as you think you are when you're losing, providing you're not being stupid, right? Again, you know, the process and the work are all the same. Yeah, Jeff, I hear you. I'm just, let's, let's, now we're purged, right? The vomit is, is on the floor getting mopped up. Let's do it. It's Mariners and Yankees. The pickle, George Kirby, plus 100, Delg on a road to my boy, Cole, 45. The New York Yankees, in case you didn't know. This one is really just a watch. My boy Maddie, the first thing, of course, you know, I wake up to him, like massive amount of DMs about George Kirby's walk prop was posted at 1.5. And I know that is an absolute wagon. 
So you can always, it's like minus 200, but it makes these like beautiful kind of parlay fillers. I know Maddie's had a ton of success doing that. Player Prop Savant has some success doing that. Frankie A as well, you know, some, some sharp tools into that. Kirby, it's all about the control. 324 area, one flat whip. 2% walk rate, 29% ball rate. That's just about as low as I've seen. Paired with a 71 first strike, 37 oak swing, bully metric in effect, and he's controlling contact. Flip side, Garrett Cole looking like an H, you know, 275 ERA, 111 whip. He's had a bit of hiccups as of recently, as if like it doesn't happen to everybody. In case you haven't noticed, every single pitcher just getting annihilated right now. 127 stuff plus on the fastball, 18 and a half K minus BB, you know, 69 first strike, 85 in zone contact. Cole's been really tough, 227 max BA lefty-righty split, right? So max batting average allowed to lefty-right is at 227, which is excellent. Right now it's about these offenses. They both kind of stink. I guess Seattle maybe stinks less than the Yankees stink. The Yankees really stink. 199 team batting average last 500 PAs, 256 OBP. That's good for a 66 WRC plus Yowza. Oh, my goodness. Maybe I didn't realize just how bad the Yankees had been. Maybe the sharp dough is on – the Mariners, right? I think I've been looking towards an under, but I think it, yeah, crept down to that three and a half mark where I really don't like to go. So, you know, usually a game that's under, that you think might be under four is probably a good watch. So that's where I'm going to be. Both of these bullpens looking really good. So I'm just not expecting a lot of scoring. I'll go in agreement. I'll go actually at, at like seven, but I mean, I guess you could get four to three. So just to give you an idea, that's where I'm at though. I'm letting him let, put it in the front, right? I'm prefaced here that if I'm squeamish, it's because, oh, my God, I feel like everything I touch is a loser. Next up, Marcus Stroman in the Baby Bears, minus 130, slight phase in Pittsburgh against the black and yellow and Johan Oviedo. I was a bit surprised this one looked like a misprice right off the bat. So let's bury the lead and bet the Cubbies full game here. Because, again, sometimes just going through this stuff every day, some things we know. Right now we're going after the Pittsburgh bullpen. Last 39 innings at 8.6 ERA, 2 whip, 327 batting average allowed, 12% walk, 10% barrel. That's 2, homer 9. Flip side, Chicago's been really good. Pretty much getting it going on all phases, right? Stroman's been awesome. 245 ERA, 104 whip. 3-7 expected ERA. The K metrics are not going to overwhelm. That's just you know that's what you're going to get. But the control has been there. Pitching to a lot of contact, but winning around the edges of the lower zone. Good for 60% ground ball rate. 27 hard hit, 3% barrel, right? So, yeah, the 90% zone contact sounds a bit high. Stroman, a good candidate to go under walk. Sometimes he comes in at like five and a half, and you're probably going to go under. Again, I want to keep it one fixed eye on the K props. I don't think we're going to get it in this game. Neither one of these teams really strike out too much, especially Pittsburgh, looking really good from a disciplinary standpoint. 20% K, 10 and a half walk, 27 chases are all really, really good. So, you know, I, I think you're, they're going to get what they're asking for, right? And Pittsburgh's going to get the contact they've been getting. It just won't be strong. William Craig, what's up, man? Asking Stroman to win at plus 160. Man, I have such I have such a hard time with these wins because, again, hashtag we hate bullpens. Maddie W with the quick volley. With the quick volley, sorry. Stroman over 17 and a half outs. Now, that's something I can really dig on. Minus 160. If you're a juice drinker, you can hit that alone. If not, you can pair that with, like, the Kirby walk. And, you know, that is a very strong kind of one-two punch. Next up. So Cubs to win. Keep an eye probably on the Stroman under strikeouts, again, because the disciplinary stuff for Pittsburgh is so strong. But other than that, regularly, that's pretty much it. I, you, probably, you probably look for a cover, but 
I just, again, right now, I'm not looking to get greedy. I'm with you, D-Rock. We love Strowman together. You and I, Simpatico. Next up, Red Birds, St. Louis Cardinals, and Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, that name looks familiar. I wish, I wish the Yankees had a guy like that. Going to the nation's capital to face our Nationals and Mackenzie Gore. St. Louis minus 145 favorites. Oh, they were part of that disaster yesterday. Montgomery 3-9 ERA, but the whip a bit high at 135. Because the Babbitt's been kind of high. The hard hit rates are really not. So I think we're going to get kind of regression here. Probably better things coming for Montgomery. Because he's only walking 6% of batters, 66 first strike, 85 in zone contact, 37 hard hit, less than a homer nine. So Montgomery's been pretty good. I think you kind of know what you're getting. Right, and kind of strong on the road, 3-2 ERA on the road. So I think Montgomery's in a pretty good spot. Washington uh, struggling. I, I use X stats, and I, I guess maybe I have maybe, you know, I think out loud sometimes. I do put out this wicked sheet with all this pitching data and team data, all the stuff I reference. If you want, go to the Bluebird app at John Legaze, and the pin tweet will take you to a Google Doc. You can DM me also and guide your way to it. To help you follow along. I've been using X stats, which again, you know, I'm looking for a descriptor. That's my favorite descriptor. I have Washington at 303 expected Woba against lefties, not really their strong suit. Other than that, we know the Washington offense is not great. As much as we love them, they get by on not striking out and contact. But again, I think they're going to get what they ask for here. They'll get the contact they're looking for. They might roll over into a bunch of double plays. Again, Washington has 11 double plays last 500 PAs and only a 70 WRC plus over to the Cardinals. We saw that offense kind of pick up yesterday. They cracked us. The skull kind of opened, right? So again, we really don't want to be stubborn because we've talked about this. Teams that we know are really good from a talent perspective. We begin to see signs pop up. Right now, St. Louis number one in hard hit rate. And that's just kind of popping off the page, right? So the home runs, which, again, will help you in F5 or F9, right? Home runs equal runs. But I think St. Louis might be really getting it going today. And where I've been into Mackenzie Gore, I think I'm a bit worried the double-digit walk rate. Right, the home runs are starting to pop up because the fly ball rate is up. The hard hit rate is up as well. Gore's also really struggled against lefties. There's a couple tough lefties. In the Cardinal, a lot of 364 batting average allowed, 1,000 OPS. So I think I like the Cardinals here, but I'm really not into the juice. So it, you might see the you'll probably see the Cardinals on a parlay ticket later on. They make for a really good kind of parlay piece. Maybe Jay, maybe we even keep that in mind ourselves. You know, nothing stopping us from pairing uh, two money line winners. We we'll just keep St. Louis in mind. If another one pops up, we'll go get it. Next up, this one I'm just watching. I'm really sick that we didn't get the over yesterday. I also think it might be – no, I wanted the Cubs separate. Um, it might. This might be the donkey money on the over again. I mean, like, look at me. I was the donkey money over yesterday. So Noah Davis, 617 ERA, 1-8 whip. But, again, that split is messed up. It's all in one out of three games. He went five strong twice so i think you really got to be careful it's a contact thing right he's really pitching to the zone but he's keeping it down the entire time 62 percent ground ball looks like a marcus strowman line here he's also been very tough on righties a 517 ops to righty zero home runs allowed other side ben lively 407 era one two whip really a mixed bag here he's got like just a guy written all over him 23k we like the five walk but the whiff rate's not there 
the first strike's not there, the chase rate's not there. You know, none of these numbers are any good. He has suppressed hard contact, but the misses have gotten barreled for home runs. Righties have hit 299 against him, 817 OPS, two homer nine. So again, just a really lot of mixed signals here. I'm leaving this one alone. I never know what to make of the Rockies offense. They seem to pop out of nowhere. I'm leaving this one on the cutting room floor for sure. Again, you know, that that bull. Bullpen, sorry, the ballpark, Great American ballpark. Is it just a really good way to get into trouble? Both of these bullpens have kind of stunk. So I don't think you should be leaning on either of these teams. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the sharper money ended up on the Rockies as well. Like a, It would have to be first five. Rockies bullpen is stunk, right? So these are the things that I do like to keep an eye on. Last 55 innings, a plus five Sierra, one six whip, 11% barrel. Cincinnati bullpen's been good, but it's mostly Diaz, and he pitched yesterday. So I think, again, I'm just leaving this one alone. Next up, it's the Oakland A's, Luis Funky Cole Medina, plus 200 dogs on the road to Aaron Savali and the Guardians. Okay, I know I had this one circled. Savali, I had as a dark horse for the K-Prop. Jay put him on the list. I was a bit surprised the market, not as cold on him as I hoped. Savali was 40 to 1, which, again, is a lovely, you know, it's a lovely hit. 40 to 1, but it really wasn't where at all. It really wasn't where I thought it might be. Considering the K rate is down at 19 and a half, the swinging strike down at seven, right? But Savali's had the mixed season, right? Because he's been dealing with injuries. And the last time we saw him, he struck out seven Padres in three and two thirds. So again, he's not like fireballing anyone, but, but the A's also kind of strikeout machine. I think Oakland strikeout rate up near 26% last 500, one of the worst on the year, over 25%. Also, a bottom five in in-zone contact, 83%, which is going to be a big help for Savali, who, again, is not like a filthy, 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 you know, hit. So, everybody, please get those likes up. Far Sports, appreciate you. Capo status achieved. Insights on the Guardians as well. Yeah, I think I posted Guardian run line. Is that still plus money? Jay, if we can get a full game Cleveland run line, we'll take that one as well. Oh, minus 120. Yeah, it's okay. We could go. Were we And did, were you keeping it to five? I really wasn't paying attention. Right? So it's like a bet seven to pay five or something. Well, it'll be bet to win five, right? Dogs, we want to bet to win. Favorites, we want to bet that amount. That's just one style of betting. Again, I'm not right, and people that do it differently are wrong. It's just one style to keep you kind of regulated. And it also, it kind of flies in the face of what I was saying much earlier on about being careful and allowing multiple indicators to make you think that that has much of a, a much higher probability. Now, I'm not saying the more research you do, you can't find little bits of edge, but people think like, oh, man, yeah, it's hard hit rate, this and that, this and all these things match up, and it's a guarantee just as a work out. Right, so it, it, you're, you can have different bets on different things. I don't believe in the person, the five-wheel max, like five percent or whatever. You know that stuff. I think is stupid. Right, again, right, clearly, right. Bets can be disparate. They should be too disparate because they should be part of a overall risk allotment. Maddie got it minus one hundred five again. The benefit of. Betting early, people, which again makes a lot of sense. I post my stuff early for a reason, you know. When you got Cleveland at a much better price for you in the morning than in the afternoon, but we really are doing the best we can. And again, the pricing mechanism we're using that awesome app, Jaybird, in the back there, the ones and twos using it's betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. And I'm kind of taking all the different casinos, all the different prices, all the different books, and you could live link right through it. 
unlike some of the other prop shops, these are actual live links that take you to real bets. So we're going to keep an eye on Savali to K a bunch of A's and Cleveland to kill those A's next up. Also, somebody that I had pop on the K board, it's Carter Crawford with a K. Lots of like, oh, maybe that's portentous. Oh, hello. See what I did there. Carter Crawford and the Red Sox plus 120 dogs on the road to Bailey Ober. Minus 145 for those Twinkies. Crawford with the 4-2 ERA, but, 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 the whip, 113, OPS 661. Expected ERA at 3.2, which are you buying? 130 stuff plus on the fastball, 5% walk, 31% ball, 42-0 swing. These are all really, really good. 29 hard hit, a 281 expected MOBA. You flip it over to the Twinkie offense. They're dead last in strikeouts, last 500 PAs, bottom three on the year. Ty Carlton, what's up? Welcome aboard. Seen a lot of new names in the chat. We really do appreciate you. Remember, here we call you out. You're a part of this living, breathing community here. He's asking if Crawford going to throw enough to get the 04.5. I mean, man, the way the Twins strike out, it's hard to think not. Of course, that's probably a bit safer than the overall, but Crawford did throw 80 pitches in the last one. Right? So you could get 92 to 95. It's not out of the question. And again, if we're getting a full compliment, he has to be a pop to get us the strikeouts. In fact, I think the last one, I think nine actually won. It wasn't even 10. Other side, Bailey over, 265 ERA, 0.99 whip. So where I probably would have liked the Red Sox in most spots, maybe not so much against over, who I really do like. 18% came on his BB, 13 swing strike, 33 ball, 67 first strike, 39-0 swing. He's been really, really good. He's had a bit of Babbitt block, but with all the fly balls and without them being hard hit, it's not that much of a surprise. Home run rate under 9, X Wober right at 300, 209, max BA lefty-righty split for Ober. He's been really, really good as well. Twinkie offense we mentioned, not so much. Boston offense has been good, 269 BA. They don't strike out at all. So here is like the question, right? For if you're into these K props, Javon, what's going on, man? Worth noting again, sharpest tools in the shed hanging out here, right? The restaurant where the chefs eat, call to the pen. Worth noting, Cutter with a K opened 4.5 at plus money. He's been bet a ton. Yeah, so I think people seeing that, right? The twins and the team to kind of pile on. This will be interesting. It's what, uh, similar to the, I don't want to say the argument that I was having with Matt yesterday, but the back and forth we were mentioning. Again, Matt hit that because he was looking for the low bar. In a case of Ober, where the strikeout prop is a bit higher, I don't know if I'd be looking for it because of the positive metrics on the other side. Again, Matt skipping this game. I hear you. I do want to keep Cutter in mind for the overall K lead. I'm just scamming over to there really quick. Carter Crawford's at 70 to 1. So add Carter Crawford to the overall. Next up, it's Maddie's. Let's go, Mets go. Justin Verlander, JV on a bump, plus 120 dogs. On a road against the Astros and my dude, Framo Valdez, at minus 150 favorite. Verlander, it's been it's been rough. But again, you always got to keep your eye on these ace types, right? Because they could click it on any given day. 4-4 ERA, 1-2-2 whip. Expected ERA is nice at 3-8, but the PFIP at 5. Sierra 4.4, which is probably right where he should be. You know, 9% swing and strike, 24 CSW, 23 whiff. Not what you expect. 55 first strike, 89 zone contact. This just feels – I don't want to say it, right? But this looks like more like Adam Wainwright, that old man long in the tooth, than Justin Verlander. So it's been a rough go. 
For Verlander, again, I'm not writing the old man off. I'm just telling you what I see. Houston offense also starting to get it going as of late, doing the best they can without Jordan. Without Jordan, I should say. You know, again, a tough, tall order. Guys are the best hitter on the planet Earth. Houston making tons of contact. Right? So that's the first place we want to go after we mention that Verlander contact rate. He's pitching the contact. Astros top eight in line drive rate, top eight in pull rate. You know, it hasn't really been there. The power stick not there, 224 batting average for them. But they are getting it done as far as steals, right? See, the Astros really sharp when they couldn't get it done one way. They're getting it done in another. Mets, I think, have allowed a ton of steals as well. Framer Valdez looking like a Cy Young. I pegged him for. I was surprised. <laughs> Me. You know, I put him out there. It was one of my dark horses. 227 ERA, 103 with the OPS below 600. XFIP below three, Sierra 315, 5% walk rate. He's looking really, really good. Even the K's have been there, 26% K. More than a 20% K minus BB, right? Check box there. 28 CSW, 57 ground ball, 0.6. Homer 9, the X Woba below 300. Though I should have mentioned that for Verland as well as X Woba is at 303. Remember, tons of fly balls. He's also limited barrels and blasts, but just enough of them have gone out. This is Verlander. I, I jumped back to not to confuse anybody. So I, you got to give Valber, um, Valber, that's his, his better for name, Framer the edge because the Mets kind of match up here. I think it's I think it's rough for them. Mets, 234 team batting average, last 500 PAs, 23% K, leading the league in double plays. They have that chased, but I don't think it's going to matter. Valdez is control. You know, they've met 42% ground ball rate. They have hit it hard and barreled, but I don't know if it's been enough. Again, they Mets have been much better against lefties. So I don't know if it's there for the Mets today. My boy Matt says he doesn't bet on the Mets. If he did, he'd be going to the under. I think I hear I'm worried about Verlander, which is funny. You know, it's not something we thought we'd be saying. Insights is Astros 3-7 and seven, last 10. Lost five in a row. Hashtag broken. Yeah, I mean, listen, we've, we're maybe this is like a seat. This feels like a sea change, right? Dodgers, Astros, Yankees, whack, and like you know, Rangers, right now, Giants, Red Reds, awesome. I <laughs> love it. Love it. Baseball is the best, man. To Matt's point, I don't know if I can hit the under. I'm I'm slightly over through F five. And slightly overthrown again, the, the total on this one dropped to seven and a half. So I think I'm off this one. Right, revenge game, Justin Verlander. All, all of a sudden, F5 under, looking pretty juicy. Now I'm leaving this one alone. As far as the K goes, I think I'm off it for Ks also. Verlander, 50 to one. Valdez, 40 to one. Man, maybe Framer goes in the bucket. Jay, put Framer in the bucket, but on the bubble. Because, again, and this, I want to be very clear, when we're dealing with odds that are this long, you don't have to be accurate with your betting. You just have to be responsible with your totals. So quite literally, go bet a dollar on all these guys. And let's say you have a – let's say, you know, a $6 budget is reasonable for you. You know, then you don't have to limit to five. You don't have to limit to three or four. And if the odds are, you know, 30 to one or better, 
you're still putting yourself in a, in a pretty great spot. And providing right to work is there, right? We're not just throwing darts at the longest odds. We're looking at guys that have strikeout profiles. Carter Crawford's strikeout profile is very strong. Minnesota strikes out a lot. I don't believe he should be at 40 or 50 to 1. So we're going to hit that, and we're going to hit it hard. Next up, Texas Rangers. Nasty Nate Eovaldi, minus 135 favorite on the road. South side of Chicago. Dylan stop, cease, and desist, plus 115 for the White Soccer's. Really like Cease, but that, that White Sox offense is it's been a really rough go. Like following them, it's just been really rough. I guess we could start there. White Sox offense, 210 batting average, 269 OBP, 663 OPS less 500 plate appearances. It's just it's kind of hard to believe. Worse than a 20% K minus BB, 15 swing and strike, 39 chase, 50 ground ball. Unbelievably bad for the White Sox. They're just not doing anything at all. Again, dead last in ex-Woba against righties. That's last 30 days. Nate Ivaldi looking really good. 2-6 ERA, 0.98 whip, 6-13 OPS. All the earned run indicators at 3-4 or below. Expected ERA down to 3-12. 20% K minus BB, check the box. 28 CSW, check the box. 61 first strike, really good. He has, The zone contact I thought was going to be a bit lower than 84 but I guess considering 51 ground ball, 3% blast, half a homer, 9, 272, ex-Woba, he's not really struggling around the edges, limiting contact. you got to give the edge to Ivaldi here. I'm surprised the Rangers didn't end up on my on my ticket. I like the Rangers any kind of way you could slice it. Oh, there's your, How about the full game? Jake, let's, let's pair this with the other one that we like. That's a perfect natural pair. Natural pair. What was it? The, was it the Cardinals? Yeah, so we're gonna pair, we're gonna pair Cardinals and Texas money line. Look to save some juice. You can put a three or a five spot on it if you like. Javon got the F five ML minus one twenty five. That's a nice spot, and that's where I kind of draw the line for paying juice. And maybe that's my problem is better. Right at that point, I'd rather lower the risk and have to pair because if you win one out of two, betting an even risk, you're not ahead. So I like maybe I compartmentalize these things too much just to give you an idea of how I get to it. That's just me. So, yeah, I got Texas to win this one. The bullpen has been a bit of a rough go, though they've corrected a bit as of late. Right on the season, the ERA is at 4-4. Too many fly balls, too many hard hits. However, last 45 innings, the whip below one. Batting average allowed below 170. So I think we can get along with that. I do tend to like Dylan Cease, but, you know, he walks, guys. So the 11% walk rate, 47 hard hit. You know, even the eight barrel just it is going to just be enough because the Texas offense is so damn good. Top three ex Woba against righties. I mean, they walk, they hit hard, they lift, they pull, they kind of do everything. So give me Texas to win it. We'll pair it with the Redbirds. Next up, stakes with shapes on their back and Ryan Nelson plus 105, slight dog on the road against the Brew Crew and Colin Ray. This one I just have zero interest in at all. One thing I am kind of looking at is. I should be over. Yeah, I'll go agrees. It's four. Has it at nine? I got nine and a quarter, meaning I have four, four getting to nine. Jake, let me see the full game over, please. That would be the only place that I would go on this one. I, I just don't believe in it. I mean, over nine. All right, just, just keep an eye on it. Let's see if we can talk ourselves into it. Ryan Nelson, 5-3, ERA, 1-7 whip, 8-42 OPS. Every single earn run indicator above five. Sierra at 5.3, worst on the slate. 6% K-BB, 23 CSW, whiff rate below 20. 
in-zone contact up at 88. He's been damaged by lefties. Let's keep an eye on Christian Yellich today. 336 batting average to lefties, 1,000 OPS, 1.7 homer 9, 270 batting average allowed to righties. He might get beat up by the Brewers. I know that offense, they kind of stink, right? But what I do like is they do take walks and they do lift plus barrel. Maybe Nelson pitching the contact gets in trouble against the Brewers. Other side, it's Colin Ray, 4'7", ERA, 125 whip, 731 OPS. Everyone in the carrier is probably in that 4.5 area. 9% walk rate, 9% swing to strike, 24 whiff, 28-0 swing. I'm not in love with this either. 44 hard hit, one and a half homer nine. Jay, let's go over the nine here, right? We're going to get some scoring somewhere. Arizona offense has been excellent. 283 team batting average, 357 OBP, 839 OPS. Those are all top five. And then top three in K rate, swing strike, chase, end zone contact. 361 team Wobble, 125 WRC plus in that span. If I believed in Nelson at all, I'd have Arizona to win, but I think this one goes way north of nine. Expect the line on this one to close at nine and a half. Next up, it's the Padres. Woof. Seth Lugo, former Met, minus 120. Favorite on the road. I mean, he's flip-flop from starter. To reliever, I know he only went two innings last time. I wonder what kind of workload he's going to get. His props are all at full size. I actually like that bet, Javon, under 15 and a half outs. Just do me a solid, everybody. If you're putting bets, please put the price. Right? Please, please, please. It's for everybody here, right? It's for everybody. You know, if you get – I love under 15 and a half. I don't, I don't think he gets there. So anyway, Lou, I think you have to keep an eye on the fact that his props are full price. I don't know what we're going to get. He can be impactful in small stints. But we've also kind of seen the downside, I think, of what you get when you flip guys around. Right? You kind of mess with these creatures of habit. Pitchers we know are like. I mean, they talk about it all the time. So, like, Lugo has looked good in the two prior starts, two quality starts. But he went out and got shelled against the Royals in two short innings last time. And again, only 42 pitches. So I don't know if you can expect him to go for 100 pitches today. Coming off a 42-pitch outing. So again, mixed bag. I'm not really sure what you're going to get. You don't get any whiffs. So I'm off the strikeout stuff. The 21% K, I don't think it's supported. 7% swing to strike, 17 whiff. 35% ball, 890 zone contact. No, I'd be going – I'd be probably going under the – what's the Lugo strikeout prop look like, Jay? Maybe we can look to kind of beat up on that workload thing. Because I don't think I don't think these strikeouts are on the three and a half, man. I've gotten so I can't do it. I can't do it because I've gotten in a lot. I've really lost quite a bit. It's just as far as totals go, you know, um, these three and a halves. I keep getting hit with four of these really bad pitchers. So Matt was talking about this in the comment section yesterday, that how dangerous three and a half can be on either side. Right? Looking to go under three and a half is difficult. Right? You want to be looking over. And the same in reverse, right? Probably at four and a half, or you want to. Anyway, the the totals do matter. I know I equated it to the. I equated it to the uh, team totals, those first five team totals. Yes, 20 likes already. Yes, me and Jay, super excited about that. Interaction really has just gone up and up and up as the, you know, seasons progressed. And we have other shows kind of running out of gas where we're just bringing that smoke, you know, doing the thing we do, me and you. Colton Penn crew, other side, Anthony Disco, 4-3, ERA, 118 whip. 
indicators in the middle, 18% K. I'm just not buying it. I used to be a disco guy. I know he's not walking anybody, so I do think the control stuff is legit, right? 5% walk rate, 35 ball rate, those are okay. But the swing and miss stuff that he used to have is long gone. Eight swing and strike, 20% whiff, 90 zone contact. And that just terrifies me when we're talking about the Padres, that offense. We talked about this. Another one, gold, gold star. And again, for the people that have been following along and hopefully the new fans, we're going to retain that is one of, I believe, the true strengths of the show. We've been very good at indicating trend changes for teams. Padres now firmly up off the mat. Giants as well. Let's do both offenses at the same time. This one, I think you got to be over or not at all. Sorry, I was trying to keep an eye on the total there. If it's an eight and a half, I think we can go over this one. Is it still eight and a half, Jay? Eight and a half, we go over this bad boy. Because, again, the offense is just rocking right now. 264 for the pods. Average 810 OPS. Giants 289, 825. Both sporting double-digit walk rates. Both sporting K rates at 21 or below. Neither chase. Both make contact. 350 minimum Woba. 124 minimum WRC plus. Last 500 PAs. These offenses are really getting going. I think, the, I think pitching to contact is going to be an issue in this one. Call to the pen. Jaybird says, seeing a lot of new faces in the chat. We do appreciate you as well. Alex Trenenzia, what's going on? Buongiorno, my friend. Ivalde over six and a half Ks plus 140. We mentioned that one. Or, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. We didn't mention Ivalde and the K stuff. I probably should have. Thanks for having me back this one up because we really, I love these, this daily K Leader, I wish I could incorporate his right. I haven't been able to like scrape it and add it. Ivaldi at plus 16. So, for somebody that I do really like, he's got to be on the shorter list for guys to lead, right? We mentioned that in the White Sox strike out a ton, they chase a ton. And Ivaldi to that, Jay, yeah, for sure. So, again, I know we all want like 30 to 1, 50 to 1. But we want to definitely get on Ivaldi for sure. Last game, let's get it. We'll circle back for the six forties, and then hopefully get these K leaders. We'll do a we'll do a six forty four legger. Let's get it, baby, baby. It's the old man Clayton Kershaw on the bump for the Trolley Dodgers minus one thirty five favorites on the road against my man Reed Detmers and the Halos. Kershaw is the goat. Two ninety five ERA, one eleven WHIP, six fifty five OPS. Age be damned. Twenty nine K, six percent walk. 15 swinging strike, 32 CSW, age be damned. 32 ball, 71st strike, 36 O swing, age be damned. It's just unbelievable. 47 ground ball, 35 hard hit, a 291 X Woba for the old man. Just so, so impressive. It will be interesting to see. The Angels are kind of tough to K because they do take their walks. They don't chase, right? That's a big part of Kershaw's game. Where's the old man on the board coming in at 10 to 1? So I do like him to look good. I don't know if he leads the board. I don't think that's there because I think the Angels' disciplinary basket is a bit too strong. That chase rate, right, that's really what you're looking for. Kershaw, the strikeouts are predicated on, on chases, right? The end zone contact rate at 83, right, it's not, which is very good. We'll have to see lots. Of, there have been a lot of scrambles, so I don't know if he's going to – I don't know if I like him for a leader. Other side, Detmers. Oh, man, these are really tough for me, you know, as a analyst sometimes to be objective. And I'm not, I'm not an Angels fan. But sometimes it's the fantasy analyst to me that comes creeping out. You know, you really like this guy so much that you don't want to give up on him. I didn't want to give up on him. And then we've kind of seen him look pretty good the last two starts. 
But after giving up three at least in a row, three in a row for three in a row, heave ho. He's walked at least two batters in each of like last nine starts. I start to get worried if I'm having like my biases get in the way, but I do tend to like Detmers. Four, five ERA, one, five whip is not, again, right? Being careful with the season long stats, right? If we're looking for pitchers that have made improvements, I think Detmers is one of them. His strikeout basket is actually very strong throughout 28K, 13 and a half swing strike, 30 whiff, 82 zone contact, just as strong or stronger than Kershaw's, right? Now, maybe not what you really expect. Where is Detmers on this list? Gosh, sorry. I have my eyeballs down as I scan. Detmers also at 50 to 1. I mean, the Dodgers, they're going to be tough to K. Dodgers 23% K, but they do chase in zone contact, same at 84. They've been excellent against lefties, though. That's probably the big worry for me. Dodgers number one in ex-Woba against lefties. That number's over 400 last 30 days. Hachi, Machi, Liberace. Man, I would hate for Detmers to seal this one at 50 to 1. You know, Jay, I think we got to add him, right? Eight strikeouts each of the last two games. He had 12 strikeouts five starts ago against that Minnesota team, right, that we're going to be looking to attack today. So I do think Detmers, yeah, let's add, add Detmers to it. I think we might only have four names. We only have four names. I was looking to stay at five or under, right, one apiece, telling people. Again, you know, and Matt, who, Matt really cares about you guys, which is funny because he's just a guy, right? And he had hit me up to really ask me about why we were putting .01. And it's because these are such little odds, and I explained to him that we were keeping ourselves under 1.5 total, right? So I really appreciate people – that care and are looking to challenge, right? My process holds up to all scrutiny. It doesn't mean I'm going to win. I don't know who's going to win the game. But the process stands to scrutiny over time. Again, the risk management part of my game is probably as strong as anything else. So that will do it for the full slate. Let's hop back into the 640 stuff for all the commuters out there. Come on, fastest show in MLB. Absolutely GD anywhere, baby. All right, let's do it. Four early games to be as quick as can be. We've got Royals. We've got Tigers. Oh, I got logged out. Hold on, everybody. Give me – so it's, I know it's Lynch and Lorenzen. I don't think I can back Lynch. It's whether or not we can back Lorenzen and whether or not we think the Royals will score. I think it's probably the question because if you think the Royals will score, then you're probably going to look to go over Tigers. So hot, though. Lately, like they're really, really hitting. I had the cover. You know what? Since it's 150, we have four legs. Let's go Detroit to win. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this one as away from the greed as possible as I like flip-flop through the stuff all back and forth. Just in case you're wondering, I'm a little worried about the over because the bullpen stats are pretty strong on both sides, right? Even though Royals bullpen, which I've been bad, is starting to correct course a bit. So we're going to take Detroit on the money line. Next up, it's Horse Bradish and the Orioles. With the Rays and Tyler Glass now. Oh, man, this is a tough one. I like Bradish, too. He falls into that bucket with Reed Detmers, guys that I really, really liked. It's it's so hard to feed a guy like Glass now. But if I'm not wrong, he's kind of looked human, you know, at times. Right? He went five and a third, gave up three. He's given up three and two of the four starts. Man, and then that Rays offense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am so... I'm so stuck here because I'm actually at seven and a half. I'm on the over. I haven't really close. I don't want to be too cute. How about Bradish with the run line? How about the Orioles with the run line? 
right? Division game. Pretty close to money as I'm your release. You are my baby. The wind beneath my wings. <laughs> I appreciate all of you. I know there's nothing like this. This show is is you come here and open up. You, you come here and release. You come here to interact. It's immersive because you know I'm in the streets. Like I'm in the arena taking the black eyes. You know I'm betting real money in this stuff. You know I'm doing the work every single day. You know I really care, right? You know I'm into the analysis, right? You guys know I'm in the weeds, hand in the dirt, but working with the algo and just doing it all, man. So thank you all because if anything, right, win or lose, this show reeks of effort. I hope that we give you something that you can build off of going forward. So let's get a little bit risky. Let's go with my guy, Bradish. And the Orioles, so plus one and a half, right? So we have the Detroit win. We're going super conservative. We have Baltimore, plus one and a half. Quick determined again. Matt Williams, my boy. Me and him are so simpatico. Gosh, somebody get us a drive time show, you know? He has one of my favorite hits was Bradish under one and a half walks. That's at minus 125. You can get that one, anybody as well. Bradish hasn't walked him. Two batters like five stars or something like that. So there's two of the four. Jay Tomei could go a few minutes longer than 40 minutes. So that's what we're doing. Then it's the Braves, Spencer Strider, the Phillies, and Ranger Suarez. Every time I see Strider, I want to bet the run line. I do think he corrects course. Let's get the Braves to win it. Again, another minus 150. We're just going to go conservative. Going by the algo, I kind of have covers, to be honest. I have I have Atlanta kind of covering this one up. You know, uh, Suarez has struggled. But so has Strider. So I don't want to get to a point where we get kind of backdoored and blow the parlay. We've actually killed – the last parlay we we dropped, we actually hit. So I like to keep that streak going if we can. You know, Strider's stats are goat-like, even with the hiccups coming. And then last up, it's the Bluebirds and Kikuchi, Marlins, and Perez. I think we go with the Marlins and just win it outright. Man, the plus one and a half is on the Marlins side. Jay, what kind of price do you have the plus one and a half? I would much prefer that. But my, my book has plus two – Plus one and a half, 200. It's very strong. I have like mixed signals on mine. Can we get plus? Oh, the, it's Jay's one and a half. No, no, no. Let's go Miami win. Yeah, yeah. Flip, flip. <laughs> Jay says flip, flop. Yeah, yeah. Again, I get that's it crossed me up in real time. So let's go Miami to win. Let's go Miami to win it. You know what? You know what? Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. The number went from that was, I had eight and a half open. That one went to eight. I go four, four. Let's go. Oh, let's go over, Jay. Let's go over. I want to get away from it because I I know I really think we might get the bounce back on the Toronto offense. You know, they've been really good and they've disappointed. And maybe if anything, they'll get at the Miami bullpen. So that even eight, I think we'll get to. So that's our Paul A. Late. We're going to go Detroit, Rock City with the win. We go Baltimore plus one and a half, Atlanta for the straight win. And then we're going to go over eight in Toronto, Miami. And that'll get you around plus 800, drop two balls on a J, and that, that, that will do it. Absolutely appreciate you all. Let's take a quick look, wrap it up. I'm sorry, I forgot about the K-Props again. This is the third time I'm trying to, I'm just trying to end this show. But you can tell I love it here, man. I want to leave. I don't want to leave. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So let's see who we got really quick. Jay, drop the bucket for me. I want to bring up my case up. We'll just see who, who goes. We mentioned. Aaron Savale, we mentioned Framber Valdez, Cutter Crawford, Nate Evalde, right? So I got four pretty strong names. I was looking for five. 
Let me just run my hold on. Let me just run my, my case stuff really quick. Obviously, Strider, but we're not really interested. Kershaw, we mentioned it wasn't long enough. Yeah, Gordon like the matchup. Valdez, CC Valdez. Okay, I think that's good. I think that's good. We go four. We don't have to force it. So everybody, I'm going to be putting at least a buck on each of these names myself. At least a buck on each of these names myself. And hopefully we come home with the crown. I know we've had who's it? Who's in here? Fire Sports getting it done two in a row. Hit Kirby, then hit woo, and then so. Let's keep the streak going. We've done very well in this, these daily leaders. And I am so chapped. That was the other one. I actually did not hit on Brian Wu. Who was it, darn it? Because I bet on someone else, it was Tristan McKenzie who got scratched with the injury. And Wu got left on the cutting room floor. And I missed that one. Just a bit more of the bad beat rancho. Right at 45 minutes, bonus four, five-minute content. Foul ya. Fastest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere, plus 115 EV off the crack of the bat. Big Johnny and Jay Coop on the ones and twos representing the Hammer Betting Network. Remember, we really care about this stuff, man. More to the next. Tell your friends about the fastest show. Let's get it. Rate, review, and subscribe. I forgot what our subscriber goal is. I had it in mind, and now it's gone. But I know we're charging towards 1,000. So that'll do it. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Here every single day at noon, bringing that heat. You wouldn't know if it's April, wouldn't know if it's June, wouldn't know if it's July. Because we control the things that we can control, right? We don't throw the ball. We don't swing the bat. But we do control our emotions. We do control the work ethic. And we do control, or importantly, the risk management. Last feather in a cap. Bang! Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. See you at noon. Peace.